Great, wonderful to be with you. How Okay, wonderful to open our Bible in 1 Kings 19. And I just want to share briefly with you. Then we want to have a time to pray for you. you know, we want to see God touch your life. Leaders need to be refreshed. Need a fresh touch of God on their life. So we, we need to learn how to step up. So I want to just take a uh, just a, a couple of verses and I'll just open it up a little bit. And, uh, we read in 1 Kings chapter 19. And uh, it says Elijah went into a cave and he spent the night in that place. Behold, the word of the Lord came to him and said to him, What are you doing here, Elijah? Then came a still small voice, verse 13. When Elijah heard it, he wrapped in his face and his mantle. He went out and stood in the entrance of the cave, and the voice came to him again and said, What are you doing here, Elijah? This is a very serious problem for Elijah. Elijah had a call on his life to stand up in the nation that was corrupt, to represent and speak on behalf of God, and to confront the spiritual powers of his day. He was called to bring revival to his nation. He was anointed to bring revival to his nation. And he emerged out of a season where he was hidden. No one saw him. And remember the story how he brought... Uh, he brought a, a, a famine on the land. And how he called fire down from heaven. Fire came on the altar. And then they destroyed the prophets of Baal. So Elijah was in a move of God. The nation was ready for God to move. But all movements of God require leadership. Nothing happens without leadership. When God wants to make something happen, He needs a man or a woman to stand up. He needs someone anointed with the Holy Spirit who will stand up and represent Him. This is always been the challenge God has had. To have a man or a woman who will represent him. Represent what he's like. And carry his power. To pull down the things that intimidate lives. The nation lived under witchcraft. In a place of idolatry. Temple prostitution. All kinds of uh, uh, witchcraft in the nation. There was an oppressive atmosphere set over the nation. And most people were intimidated by it. 
心下了，一直活在恐惧当中。上帝在找一个可以起来的人，可以在让环境当中站立起来，不害怕这样属灵的祭拜，不害怕这个偶像，不害怕这个庙，不害怕他们的巫术。And live a life differently. 能够站起来活出不一样的生命。And so Elijah began very, very well. 以利亚一开头很棒啊。And then there came a point where he came under spiritual attack. 后来他面对到属灵的攻击了。A spiritual counterattack. 一个属灵的反击。He had made great progress. 他原来有很好的进展。Torn down the altars. 拆毁他们的祭坛。Built an altar to the Lord. 哇，把所有献给主。Destroyed the prophets of Baal. 摧毁巴力的先知。He was having a move of God. 上帝很大能运行哦。And if he could have just kept the move of God going, 他只要继续让这个运行下去 ，it would have reached and touched the whole nation. 就能够触摸整个国家。But there came a strong Spiritual backlash. 可是一个很严重属灵的反击。Came a strong spiritual pressure against him. 有着很大的属灵压力敌对他。The Bible says that Jezebel rose up. 圣经说耶洗别出来了。She said, "I intend to kill you." 她说我要杀了你。I intend to take your life. 我要夺走你的生命。I'll take your life like you took the life of the prophets. 你怎么夺走先知的生命，我就夺走你的生命。So she began to intimidate him. 他就开始威吓他。This is always one of the big problems in ministry. 这都是服侍当中大家会面对的问题。Is it easy to start well? 你很容易有很好的开始。But you need to stand in the face of the battle. 但在战争当中，你能够站立的稳。You need to stand when pressure comes on you. 压力来到，你能够站立的稳。You need to be able to stand when the spirit world pushes back on you. 当整个属灵的世界压在你身上，你能够站立的稳。Pushes back on you through people. 可能借着人。People accusing you. 人家控告你。People threatening you. 人家威胁你。People intimidating you. 人家惊吓你。And you have to choose how you respond. 你要选择怎么回应。Paul wrote to Timothy. 你看到提摩太。He said Timothy in 2 Timothy 1:6. 保罗跟提摩太说。Stir up the gift of God that's in you. 你要挑旺神在你里面的恩赐。For God has not given us a spirit of fear. 上帝赐给你不是胆怯的心。But of power and love and a sound mind. 乃是刚强仁爱谨守的心。So Timothy also had a problem. 提摩太也有问题。He had a powerful anointing, a powerful gift in his life. 他的生命有大能的恩高和恩赐在。But he became intimidated by older people. 可是那些年长的人吓到他了。Intimidated by the religious culture. 那些宗教的文化惊吓到他。And as a result of being intimidated, 因为受到惊吓 ，the gift in his life began to close down. 他生命的恩赐就被封闭了。If you become intimidated, 如果你受到惊吓 ，if you let fear get a hold of your life, 你让恐惧抓住你 ，the gift in your life will begin to shut down. 你生命的恩赐就开始封闭 ，the anointing will stop flowing. 恩高就不能流露。You'll be concerned about how to protect yourself and save yourself. 你只想着怎么保护救自己而已。Rather than advancing the kingdom of God. 而不去想怎么扩展神的国了。Paul wrote two letters to Timothy. 保罗写了两封信给提摩太。And in both of them, he addressed this gift. 两次他提到这样的恩赐。In Timothy, one Timothy, he said,、uh, he said, don't neglect the gift. That God has given to each one of us a powerful gift. 上帝赐给我们每一个人都有大能的恩赐。Given the gift of the Holy Spirit. 他赐给你圣灵这个恩赐。Same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead. 叫耶稣从死里复活的灵。That same Spirit comes to live in you. 同样的灵住在你里面。To empower you. 要给你能力。To strengthen you. 坚固你。
We all get the same Holy Ghost. We all get that same anointing comes into us. But we have to choose. Whether we'll stir up the gift of God, cause that anointing to flow, or whether we'll become intimidated and withdraw and hide in a cave. I wonder how many are hiding in the cave. There's lots of Christians hiding in a cave. Right down in the back of the cave. I'm not coming out. <laughs> what had happened to Elijah? I want to show you very quickly what happened to him. And I want to show you the mistake he made. And how it outworked in his life. And I'll show it to you very simply. And it may well be that some of you here tonight recognize you are also under spiritual pressure. And in the heat of the battle, you made the same mistake Elijah made. He ended up in pretty well the same place he ended up. I had a pastor ring me up one day. I said, How are you? He said, Can I can you help me? He said to me, I am so depressed. I'm almost suicidal. And I don't really know what to do. I have never been like that in my life before. But since I've come to this city, I've had these problems come. And I said, I know exactly what the trouble is. And I know exactly what you need to do. under spiritual attack. You are under pressure on your mind and soul. And it's caused you to lose your perspective. To become intimidated. And to draw back inside. Just like Elijah did. Now I want you to notice some things Elijah did. What happened was Jezebel uh, threatened him. In other words, a spiritual attack was launched upon him. Threatening to take his life. Now there is something in all of us that wants to survive. So anything that causes us pain, we draw back from. When you draw back from pain, you are trying to save yourself. And if you draw back and try and save yourself, life will get very difficult. There's no neutral ground when you're in ministry. You have to stay in a place of strength and fire. And sometimes it's very difficult. Sometimes it's very overwhelming. You see me ministering on the stage and the power of God flowing. There are times I come under immense spiritual pressure. Sometimes it's like my head is so dark I wonder whether I can see again. I've had to learn how to stand up in these things. Every time you stand up, you grow stronger in the Lord. Look, look what it says here. It says, Elijah, when Elijah saw that, verse 3, he, he rose and he ran for his life. And he went to Beersheba, which is in Judah, and left his servant there. And he, and he went a day's journey into the wilderness, sat down under a tree, 
来到一棵树下, and prayed that he might die. Said, That's it, Lord. 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 So what happened to the mighty man of God? That one day is calling fire from heaven. Killing the prophets. The next day sitting down depressed. I think I need to die. How did this great mighty man of God go from there to here? End up in a cave. I'm not coming out. You can't make me come out. <laughs> I won't come out. He was hiding. So what happened? The Bible says that he was threatened. And it says when he saw that, he ran for his life. Now, if you just read the scripture there, it says she spoke to him. And a messenger spoke to him. But it says he saw something. What you see will affect what you do. What you see will determine how you approach things. Instead of seeing God is with me, instead of seeing the coming revival, he looked and he saw imminent death. He saw himself being attacked. Whatever fills your mind and heart, whatever you set your eyes on, whatever you make the focus of your life, will affect your emotions, will affect your spirit, and will determine what happens to you. You can't afford to let your focus become negative. You have to keep your eyes fixed on Jesus. You have to keep your eyes fixed on what God has said. You have to keep your eyes fixed on God's power, on His love for you. How could it be that the God who brought fire from heaven and brought drought and then released rain would now abandon him? How could it be that the God that commissioned him would then leave him alone? He lost his vision. He lost his view of the future. When the pressure came on him, he took his eyes off his vision. He took his eyes off what he's called to do. He got his eyes fixed on his circumstances. He got his eyes fixed on himself. He said, I'm the only prophet left. <laughs> it's only me. I can't handle the pressure. So he began to run. When he got his eyes of God and his purpose. When he began to focus on the threats. His heart melted. His faith diminished. Fear took over. As fast as he could. The Bible says he ran. He literally ran for his life, ran away. What did he run away from? He ran away from his assignment. He ran away from his assignment. He drew back from what he was called to do. It is very easy when pressures come. 
压力来的时候很容易。To get your eyes off your vision, off what you're called to do, to look at the problems, become intimidated, and lose perspective. Instead of seeing it from God's point of view, you begin to see the problems, the difficulties, and then you draw back from the place God wants you to be. You position of faith. from your boldness. You start to shrink on the inside. Instead of there being strong prayer, you can barely get up and pray. drew back from his assignment. When a person draws back, they have no authority in their life. When a person draws back, there's no anointing flow. God says, I have no pleasure in him that draws back. He's staying in the battle. Staying in the place of faith. Staying in the place of believing God. That's what pleases him. I want to show you a couple of things he did. The first thing is he lost his perspective by focusing on the negatives. The second thing, he drew back from his assignment. The third thing was he isolated. He left his servant. He became he isolated himself. Isolation means you disconnect. You stop connecting to people. Stop connecting to God. Isolation and disconnection is the place of death. It's an interesting thing about sheep. Probably don't see many sheep here, but we see lots in New Zealand. Sheep are very interesting. One night I should preach on sheep. That would be a good idea. Creatures,也很好笑的讲道。我跟你讲，很好笑的讲道。我跟你讲，很好笑的讲道。我跟你讲，很好笑的讲道。我跟你讲，很好笑的讲道。我跟你讲，很好笑的讲道。我跟你
他想要保存自己而不是为使命放下自己他想要保存自己而不是为使命放下自己他想要保存自己而不是为使命放下自己他想要保存自己而不是为使命放下自己他想要保存自己而不是为使命放下自己他想要保存自己而不是为使命放下
Just like tonight. And I heard the music, and I like music. That sounds good music. I think I'll go in. And you know the people, the leaders with me. Whoa, pastor going in there. Why the pastor going in there? Just come in here and have a look. And I said, I guarantee I will find a backslidden Christian here. Because if you're not filled with the Spirit, you'll get filled with something else. You don't let God comfort you. You'll try and buy a bottle and drink from that instead. You've got to fix the pain somehow. You've so got to come to God. We'll go down to the pub and buy a drink. So we went in there and I stood at the door. I looked around. I had people dancing. They, were even, they even had the staff dancing on the bar. This is great. And I look over and I see one straight away. So I went over. And he, he went up to the bar. And uh, he's ordering all the drinks. And there's a girl dancing on the bar. And I went and just stood behind him. And waited. And he turned around. And he was shocked. He said, what are you doing here? I said, what are you doing here? What are you doing here? You don't belong here. This is not where you were called to be. What are you doing here? He's got his back to the bar. I'm saying, and what are you doing here? I said to him in a different way. What happened to you? That caused you to lose your confidence in God. And come and try and find confidence in a bottle. What happened to you? What went wrong? And he stood there holding the drinks. And he shared how his heart had been we were having a revival. Where did you go? I, I turned my head to talk to the angels, and the next minute you're under, you're in a cave. Telling the angels about all the work my servant Elijah's doing. Whoa, did you see a from heaven. Kill all the prophets. Whoa, that old ugly queen. We got to really worry. Man, look at my servant Elijah. Wow, you can't have the poor and Elia. What are you doing here in this cave? <laughs> and Elijah starts his story. Elia, can you understand? 
I'm the only one faithful. And they all want to kill me. I've only tried to serve you. They just want to kill me. It's not really fear. You never told me it was going to be this hard. And I become a cell leader. I never knew it was going to be this hard. The people would be not nice to me. And I've tried kind to them, then they walk away. And they say bad things about me. So, I don't like. It's only me who's been faithful. How can hiding in a cave be faithful? You see, he's very confused man. And God says, well, actually, Elijah, the 7,000 others who haven't been involved in this stuff, really, I, I didn't see that. I, d- I didn't know about that. And so God spoke to him twice. Elijah, what are you doing here? Elijah, what are you doing here? In other words, he's saying, you don't belong here. You need to return to your assignment. And so he spoke to him. Go back to your assignment. Now notice what he tells him to do. Get this. I want you to raise up some disciples. I want you to anoint others. I want you to multiply your ministry. I want you to multiply the ministry. You've been doing this all alone too long. You need to think strategically. You need to raise up others who carry the ministry. And I'll even tell you who they are. So you don't have to think, oh, there's no one. God said, I'll tell you who they are. Elijah, and Hazael, and Jehu. You invest in those people. You release what's on your life on them. And then you watch. The job you couldn't finish, they'll finish it up. God reveals his intention. That he should raise up disciples. He should multiply his ministry. But it started by returning to his post. Now in this passage here tonight, you see the result of spiritual pressure. This pastor I, that called me, he was incredibly discouraged. And I said to him, it's just spiritual pressure. It's just a spiritual attack. And you're sitting under the tree like Elijah. And I said to him, I'll stand with you. I'll pray for you. But you need to stand up again. Come out of that cave. And go back to your assignment. Go back to your assignment. Go back to praying. Go back to ministry. Go back to doing what you need to do. You need to rise up again. I told him how to stand up in prayer. How to recognize it was just a spiritual attack. I said you need to stand up and pray in the spirit. Until you feel your spirit rise up. 
开始在灵里面说话 you will break through. man has got a very thriving church in our area now. Because he stood up. Now, he didn't ring me once. He rang me on several occasions. And each time I told him the same thing. Come out of your cave. Go back to your assignment. Stand up again in prayer. And speak God's word over your situation. Get your eyes fixed back on the Lord again. And he was, he was changed person. We'll finish just at that point. I, I'm sharing this with you tonight. Because I feel there are a number of people. And you are in a cave. Outside, you look like you're doing everything okay. But in your heart, you've been hurt. In your heart, you've taken a knock. In your heart, you've drawn back. You've lost your vision. Because even some of you here have sat down. You've been contemplating giving up. God says, What are you doing here? You don't belong in that cave. You're a mighty man of God. You're Same spirit. That overcome the devil and raised Christ from the dead. He's within you to help you. Don't isolate. Don't draw back. Don't focus on the problem. Stand up. Refocus your vision. Again, and begin to start to pursue. God says you'll break through. You follow the story through. The wicked queen was torn down. The kingdom was overthrown. And God's kingdom was established. But the key was a change. And the focus on discipling new people. I want to just to close their eyes just for a moment.